It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This is the Twins Hot Stove Show, keeping you connected with your team with the latest news, moves, interviews, and more. We have the bases covered. Now, here is your host of the Twins Hot Stove Show, Chris Atterbury. Well, good evening. A happy Wednesday. Snow continuing to melt here in Twins territory and obviously a whole lot of sunshine in the Grapefruit League. Chris Atterbury welcoming you back to another edition of the Twins Hot Stove Show, our gatherings here our weekly gatherings around the hot stove are, are dwindling as we move ever closer with each passing day towards opening day when the games count for real now the twins did have a couple of games today they split those two games the uh, big headlines uh, would be that both Miguel Sano Joe Maurer uh, made their spring training debuts Byron Buxton hit a home run but far and away the biggest news coming out of twins camp the last couple of days would be that today they officially finalized the addition of our first guest here tonight. Let's welcome to the Minnesota Twins, Mr. Logan Morrison. Runners at first and second and one out. The 1-0 pitch hit hard and deep to center field. Pilar looking up, and that ball is gone. Into the flight deck on the 200 level. Home run number 18 for Logan Morrison. It's a three-run shot, and it is four-nothing Rays. Yeah, you only had 20 more after that, Logan. First and foremost, welcome to the Minnesota Twins organization as uh, you have officially now joined the club here today. And I guess the biggest question, you had some options. Why the Minnesota Twins? Well, I think the first thing was you know, just the whole process of free um, agency can kind of be tough um, on guys. And um, just the way they approached uh, myself and my agent, you know, willing to openly negotiate and just kind of, Tell them, just kind of tell me like where they've been and where they plan on going, and being able to look at their roster and see that they have a lot of good young talent on it. See what they did last year. Um, it's only going to be exciting things when you add new pieces. Yeah, well, you saw them up close and personal last year, Logan, and I'd have to say you got the better of them because in five games against the Twins, you went seven for eighteen. Three of the seven hits were homers, a double five RBI. Your OPS was over 144 against the Minnesota Twins last year. That being said, you look at this lineup, maybe a lot of folks thought they'd go in the direction of a right-handed slugger. You obviously swing it from the left side, but there's at-bats to be had, whether it's spelling Joe at first, whether it's in the DH role, and obviously there's some of those young guys you mentioned that uh, are pretty fun to play with. Byron Buxton, I mean, that's obvious answer. Um, watching him hit a ground ball today on the normal routine ground ball to the shortstop and beat it out. He's really fun to watch, just watch him run, watch him play, you know, but that's not limited to him. I mean, Eddie Rosario is an absolute stud too, and I look forward to, look forward to watching him play a lot this year as well. Yeah, you're going to have a chance to do it up close and personal now. Now, this will be your fourth team. You were with the Marlins, first Florida, then Miami. Four years there, two years in Seattle, two years in Tampa Bay. So you have a whole lot of teammates that you've played with in and around Major League Baseball, including the guy who was in your seat and on this show just a week ago, and that is Jake Odorizzi. Played with him the last couple of years in Tampa. Now, he's only been a twin for about a week prior to you signing, but was he involved in your recruitment at all? You're going to like it over here. Um... You know, guys are good. Clubhouse is real good. You know, support staff's awesome. You know, he just kind of spoke to like the culture after the 
seems to be a laid back but yet um, business like and uh, she, she seemed very excited about it he was excited about a lot of things so I was uh, I was all in. Yeah, he gets excited about what hockey, and I guess now you coming to join him as a member of the Minnesota Twins and uh, Jake Odorizzi, of course, and now yourself. There's still a lot of folks out there looking for work, and I guess you signed once camp was already fully underway. With so many other guys still looking for jobs, was it easier to stay in shape? What kind of spring routine were you creating for yourself before you landed with Minnesota? I just try to treat it like a normal off season and. Um, you know, getting into spring training, um, we still had a bunch of arms where um, I was working out at, so we were able to get out on the field and um, take some hacks off of some, you know, some really good pitchers, actually. You know, Lance Lynn was working out with me and um, some other guys. Actually, Tyler Kinley got to see that throw before he went out and came over, so um, and he seems to be doing pretty well um, for the Twins, so looking forward to watching him pitch and um, hopefully my team. Yeah, you just said Lance Lynn's name, and Twins fans' heads just started spinning in unison all across the upper Midwest. Now, just to get to know you a little bit, uh, you came up, as we mentioned, with the Marlins, a big, strong guy. Everyone's talking about launch angle as your home run totals jumped last year. I know you've told us that's a process you've been working on for, for several years and finally found some consistency with that a year ago. But I want to talk about Logan Morrison more as, as the person. You have a very unique background. Uh, your late father was in the Coast Guard, and as a result, you moved around an awful lot as a kid. That is a very unique lifestyle that uh, so-called military brats maybe uh, n- know obviously very well, and I think it's hard to relate to if you haven't done it the way you have. But does that or did that prepare you for kind of the vagabond lifestyle that is baseball as a professional? Man, I tell you what, I hated it when I was younger, moving everywhere, having to meet new friends. But, uh, you know, I think it's definitely given me a lot of um, advantages in life, especially in a baseball life where you got to pick up and move your whole family in a day or two, and it's just part of the norm, you know. Uh, I think that uh, it's helped me be outgoing and meet new people and not have a – not be shy and not have a problem with, um, I guess, putting yourself out there. Um, all those things are kind of necessary. And I don't, I don't, I think I was pretty reserved and shy as a younger kid, but I guess somewhere along the line, I just didn't care anymore and started being me. Now, you don't strike me as shy, Logan, not even uh, a little bit. Now, we mentioned you moved around a lot with the Coast Guard. Where, where were some of the places that uh, you called home? So, yeah. Um, Let's see. I started out, I was born in Kansas City, Missouri, and then whenever I was able to fly, I flew down to Key West to be with my parents. And uh, when I was really young, I stayed there until I was about two, and then I moved up to Newport News, Gloucester area in Virginia. And then from there, I went to Wilmington, North Carolina when I was around eight or nine, and stayed there until I was about 11. And then I went back to Kansas City for four years, and then down to Florida, Louisiana, Graduated high school from Louisiana. Uh, went back up to Kansas City for a year junior college and then went to the Marlins organization um, as an 18-year-old in 2006, and then I was everywhere with baseball from there. Favorite place is Wilmington, North Carolina when I was younger. Just a nice beach town. We went back to it this year. Um, got to stay on the beach in Wrightsville Beach. Really peaceful, awesome place to be. Um, you know, good people. Really enjoy that area. Now, that's quite a uh, a lot of miles uh, in and around the different locations. Now, you mentioned junior college, Maplewood Junior College back in the Kansas City area. Three big leaguers came out of that school, Logan. Yourself, 
guy named Albert Pujols and Randy Ruiz, uh, also a former Minnesota twin. So that's uh, we two out of three uh, Maplewood grads uh, that have played or worn now a Minnesota Twins uniform. Now, we mentioned your father was in the, po- the Coast Guard, and uh, you lost your father at a tragically young age due to cancer. And you have been wherever you've played incredibly active in terms of your charitable works with uh, different organizations in terms of cancer research. And I know this has all happened in a whirlwind, but uh, I would guess that that's probably something that's going to be happening here in the Twin Cities as well. I try to partner with a, a cancer research center through um, in, in different cities, um, whether it be Seattle with the Fred Hutch um, Cancer Research Center or the American Lung Association, um, Moffitt Cancer Center in Tampa. Put on an event. I know in Seattle we had a, a wine event that was awesome. We had a camp for kids when I was at the Marlins in the off season. You know, this coming together so quickly, haven't really been able to plan or reach out or do anything like that, but uh, look forward to being able to do that and establish some roots in the Minnesota area and Minneapolis area. We have the same age as me and um, Jason Castro, so uh, I know that he does a lot of stuff, and you know, but just working alongside with them, doing all I can with them, and that's something I can do for sure. Now, Logan, we all look forward to it across Twins territory. Again, welcome to the Twins family. I know you also mentioned on Twitter you're looking for a house on a lake to rent, so we'll see if we can't get somebody to dig one of those up and help you in your search in that regard as well. Logan Morrison, newest member of the Minnesota Twins, and he'll stop by again later here on the Hot Stove Show to uh, answer a couple of softball questions for him as uh, we will play three cuts. In the meantime, we step aside, and that music can only mean one thing. Corey Provis is on deck. Don't worry, he's not holding a bat. Corey Provis next on your home for Twins Baseball. Your flagship home of Minnesota Twins Baseball. 830-WCCO. This is the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Well, welcome back to the Twins Hot Stove Show. An introduction there to Logan Morrison. And the uh, Twins didn't have Logan's uh, services today, but they did have a split squad. They sent... Half the team to beautiful West Palm Beach to take on the world champion Astros, and they brought R.A. Adrianza on that one. Here's the pitch, and it's ripped into right field. That's a clean base hit that's going to roll all the way to the corner, scoring Lamar easily. Granite is going to be chased around third base. He'll score standing, and it's a stand-up two-run double by A. Ray Adrianza, and the Twins now lead two to nothing. Yeah, they won that ball game. Beat Houston 4-2 was the final there. Big day for uh, Adrianza. The other squad, well, it was at home, and uh, this was about the extent of the offense. 2-1 pitch. Hit high in the air, left field. This ball's got a chance. Get up. Go. So Buxton. Solo homer on the berm in left field. Twins are on a board trail 2-1. to one. Yeah, and they would lose that ball game uh, today. That was to the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. And Corey Provis, my good friend, had the privilege of calling that one. And, Corey, you should have gone to West Palm Beach. Yeah, I mean, when I see Steve Sparks, that highlight you played, man, the World Series has gone to his head, man. I mean, uh, the guy's just, you know, spoken right now with that call. I mean, just zero, zero excitement from uh, from a guy who's probably got a really gaudy World Series ring that uh, they'll be added to his collection. But, uh, no, you know, it's uh, – Today, I, I, we did the home game today, Chris, and uh, even though they didn't do much offensively, it was just fun to write You know, a lot of the guys in the lineup that you're going to see come late March in Baltimore. I mean, they had just about all their guys in there today, Chris Heisey, DH, but uh, the other eight guys, those will be the stars that will lead this team here this summer. Now, on one note, 
Steve Sparks definitely doing that game in a tank top. There's no question in my mind no that question. he was doing that game which in a tank gross. top. Which is gross. Which is <laughs> illegal, but, uh, yeah, he probably did. <laughs> As for the, the Twins camp, kind of an odd camp, right? Because there's not a ton of drama in terms of, you know, position battles necessarily. It's really kind of almost uh, – I don't want to say relaxed because it's not. There is competition, and there's certainly nothing that's going to be handed to these young guys as they continue to try to make a step forward. But there's an air of, uh, would you say, confidence in the clubhouse right now? Yeah, I, I just think, you know, Irvin Santana's injury has added uh, no, maybe a, a small layer of intrigue. But outside of that, you nailed it. it it's kind of a quiet camp. The first time that, that I can say that since, since I've been around the team, Chris, that there aren't just numerous position battles going on and maybe three bullpen spots and you're trying to find a backup catcher and you're worried about this guy, he's out of options. I just don't sense that same level of drama this spring. And it's a good problem to have because they, they basically have brought back the guys that, that, that won 85 games last year. But you know, Irvin Santana's injury has opened up a, a chance for a guy maybe two and we have to wait and see if Paul's going to begin the year with a four-man staff or a five-man. Yeah, it's kind of funny, too, because you think about uh, stability when you think about this camp, and yet this is a team that has six new major league pitchers. That's half a staff that they signed in the offseason, including Oda Rizzi just last week. Now, Pineda may well not throw this year, but that still leaves five guys, and that's turning over, again, nearly half a pitching staff, and yet still it feels fairly stable. Yeah, and to me, the, the the big difference when you when you get down here, Chris, and you look at the roster, the bullpen to me stands out. That you just have now some veterans that that just weren't there last year. When you think about all the the pivotal games the team was playing late in the season, outside of Matt Belisle, it was Hildenberger, and you know he was a rookie, and Boosnitz a rookie, and Rogers in his second year. Well, now you blend in three experienced guys, and especially Addison Reed. He'll have the eighth inning. Fernando Rodney made his debut on Wednesday today as well. He'll have the ninth. It's kind of, I think, an ideal blend of young guys who stepped up and are still growing with veterans who won't be, who won't be, you know, shaken by the moment to have been through some of these with contending teams in the past. And that should make for a good mix in that pen. The familiar voice of Corey Provis, busy as always down in the Grapefruit League uh, with the uh, Minnesota Twins joining us here on the Hot Stove Show. Uh, as again, we're creeping towards the start of games that really matter uh, towards uh, the end of March, which will begin tomorrow. And it's funny, Corey, because you mentioned some of those guys in the bullpen, and they were really thrust into situations as young players that not a lot of young guys are, are forced into that deep end of the pool. Similarly, the offensive guys who broke out last year, guys like Rosario, uh, Polanco down the stretch, Byron Buxton, you know, everybody's riding high on their performance and certainly no question as to their talent. And yet, when I talk to the guys up here, and I'd, I'd be interested to see what the tenor of it is now that they're actually in uniform and on the diamond, to a man, all of them were saying, hey, you can't assume just because we figured a few things out last year that that carries over. We almost have to start over from ground zero to prove what we can do. I think a guy that comes to mind when you bring that up is, is Max Kepler, because Kepler has the last two years he's experienced you know, moments of success, and specifically in the warm summer months. It seems like June, July, those are prime Kepler months. But for two straight years, he has faded the last two months. And, you know, after 2016, he said he told us that, that, that uh, Twins Fest leading into 17, that he ran out of gas. Well, uh, you know, comparable numbers for, for Max last year, that, that the last two months, 
he kind of at times played himself out of the lineup, and maybe we saw more of Granite. We saw more of Grossman when he came back from the injured thumb because Kepler just wasn't getting it done. To me, I, I think he's he's my pick this year to, to really put a season together. Eddie Rosario last year I think was a popular pick because he had success in 15 and was humbled greatly in 16 and came back. And, and outside of April, you'd be hard-pressed to find a more consistent player month in, month out than Eddie Rosario was last year. To me, Kepler is, is kind of a – a guy that, that quietly I, I think will emerge this year because you expect it from Dozier. I think Buxton's only getting better. Rosario's, I think, uh, a guy that could become an all-star here. I think, to me, that that, that kid in right is kind of uh, the one that I'm watching uh, with a close eye this summer. Yeah, and I know it graded on him that he wasn't in the lineup against left-handed pitching, and, and he wants to make himself into the type of player uh, that's going to be it ink in the lineup no matter who's pitching for the other side. Uh, Logan Morrison, guy we just chatted with. We're going to have three cuts with him here in a little bit. He and Jake Odorizzi, seasoned veterans who come in, and it feels as if uh, this is a clubhouse that is very welcoming. This is a clubhouse that is set up in terms of veterans and, and young guys and the combinations therein and the personalities therein where these guys have seamlessly moved right on into the, the middle of things. Well, I can't wait to, to hear from Odorizzi on a broadcast because we have to give him a platform to counter what the Logan dad Morrison bod? said about him. I mean, <laughs> Logan Morrison, you know, teammates like you mentioned with the Rays, but uh, he calls Jake Odorizzi, A-W-R, average white righty, and he says he has a dad bod. Now, he yeah. did say that Jake gave himself that nickname, though. Yeah, so I want to give Odorizzi a chance to kind of counter that a little bit, but I, I can't wait to hear how Paul Molitor will respond to being called Paulie, you know, 3K. Uh, you know, that that's something that Logan said he's going to call his manager, so... I was just I was impressed with Morgan's press conference on Wednesday, Chris, just because it was so opposite of what you normally see. It was yeah. kind of a guy that was unplugged. It just reminded me of a of an old MTV concert when just unplugged and they're just kind of out there telling stories without worrying about anything. He was fascinating. I really we were laughing out loud, and uh, there were a lot of people in that room who cover all these conferences. And they're pretty dull and they get cliches, man. Uh, Logan Morrison was the exact opposite. It, it was a it was a great fit. When you look at his personality, now as far as his makeup goes, it surprised me a little bit. It does enhance the lineup, but I, I think I don't know how this roster coexists with him and Kenny Vargas for the long term. Yeah, I think Kenny Vargas probably the guy who's uh, at this point in time the most uh, directly affected uh, by Mr. Morrison. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with that because I've got this mental image in my head of high school Corey coming home, sitting on the couch, and watching MTV unplugged, and I think that's oh, kind of how that's kind of how I want to sail into the rest of the show in the evening. Well, I mean, so who didn't love that? I mean, <laughs> that was MTV, music television, not now, and you've got teen mom shows and all these weird things happening on a music television channel. Who didn't love, you know, the, the live unplugged, the Pearl Jam and Nirvana, Alice in Chains. That was great. Bring that back. Well, we didn't have cable, but I also just won the bet as to when you'd sneak Pearl Jam into this conversation. So <laughs> I'm going to go right. collect. You have fun. You're in charge of Danny for another couple of weeks, and uh, we'll catch no. up with you down the road. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right, that's Corey Provis unplugged right here on the Twins Hot Stove Show back in a moment on your home for Twins Baseball. This is Byron Buston. You're listening to Twins Baseball on News Radio 830 WCCO. Welcome back to the Twins Hot Stove Show. A reminder, we are podcastable wherever you seek out your podcast. 
Entertainment. I want to thank Corey Provis and Logan Morrison. We'll hear more from Logan in a moment. But first, I want to remind you, the Twins this uh, week announced their 2018 theme nights, and there are plenty of them, whether you like other sports teams like the Timberwolves, Minnesota United, whether it's a local university you're interested in, you can get really cool premium items but you can't just show up. It's not a first 10,000 through the gate sort of deal. You have to buy the theme night ticket package, and you have plenty of time to do that. Get online. They're limited tickets. Get the ones you want. Get them now. Back with more Logan Morrison in a moment on your home for Twins Baseball. This is Kyle Gibson. You're listening to Twins Baseball on News Radio 830 WCCO. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Well, welcome back to the Twins Hot Stove Show. Glad to have you with us. Whether you're podcasting with us today, whether you're listening in on Facebook Live, or, of course, all across our network. Now, earlier in the program, we introduced you to Logan Morrison. It's only fair, Logan. We bring you back for a little three cuts. Now, we talked a bit about your uh, wandering childhood, uh, family in the Coast Guard. You started in Kansas City, and it only figures that George Brett would be your favorite player. Is George Brett still your favorite player in do you see any of old number five in the way you play the game? Oh, to be a good baseball player as he was, you have to be not a baseball player but a competitor first. And um, you know, I just think that determination and and competitiveness never will leave. Um, but finding a way to channel that and put it and help it and have it help you uh, day in and day out is uh, something that I think he learned a lot quicker than I did, and something that I'm trying to learn. Um, but, uh, you know, I just – the way he plays the game, plays it really hard, played it really hard. And um, I just remember – always remember him for whatever reason, just big chew in his mouth, you know, sliding in head first, second base, dirty uniform, all that kind of thing. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how I model myself after him or not. I just try to play my game. And I got to meet him one time, and that was pretty cool. I couldn't – when I did get a word in, it was absolutely – I was so nervous. I blacked out. I couldn't even – I don't even remember what we talked about. Definitely one of my favorite players. Now, Logan, hopefully you didn't black out, and you do remember what you said at a very entertaining introductory press conference with the Twin Cities media earlier today. You were handing out all sorts of nicknames. You had Pauly 3K for your new manager. You mixed in something with a dad bod for Jake Odorizzi. Obviously, everybody knows you by Lomo. Come to find out, for a guy who likes to hand out nicknames, Logan is, in fact, not your given name. Much in the lines of uh, Clinton Dan Gladden, you are actually Justice Logan Morrison. Well, so I didn't even know my first name was Justice. This is what everybody called me. My dad gave me my dad gave me the first name, and my dad was always on a boat and um, the Coast Guard when I was young, and so I just thought my name was Logan. I guess like you know, kindergarten kept calling Justice, and I didn't raise my hand. And then I guess my mom had to tell me that my name was Justice at that point, and then I had to raise my hand when they called it. <laughs> so. I, I don't know exactly how it all started. I think my my mom and my grandma, they really liked the name Logan, so that's what they went with. And, but looking back on it now, if I knew I was going to be a Major League Baseball player, Justice Morrison is way cooler. Yeah, that would definitely be a pretty cool name, but Logan Morrison has a nice little ring uh, to it as well. All right, your two cuts in. Logan Morrison is our guest as we wrap up another edition of the Twins Hot Stove Show. And Logan, our final... I'm sorry. Yes, I'm They look so pretty. You painted your nails? Oh, good. Yes, Eileen. Oh, look at that crab. Yeah. Hey, Daddy, talk on the phone, okay? All right, sorry. <laughs> no, 
No problem. We have all been there. Now, that obviously is your, your lovely young daughter. And as long as we're talking nail painting, uh, let's switch up question number three. Uh, how deep do you go in the home makeover with your daughter? Yeah, so I haven't gotten my nails painted by her yet, but she did want to put lipstick on me. Thank goodness the lipstick was fake lipstick. And I uh, let her act like she was putting it on me. So, But that's as far as we've gotten with that. I think all parents can definitely relate. Logan, we appreciate your time. Uh, and welcome once again to the Minnesota Twins organization. That is Logan Morrison, fake lipstick and all, right here on the Twins Hot Stove Show. I want to thank Logan and his daughter. also want to thank Corey Provis for joining us earlier in the broadcast. And all of you for joining us by whatever means you've chosen to be part of the hot stove here tonight. Do stay with us. We'll be back again with another show next week right here on your home for Twins Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.